Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, was a dark entity preying on a struggle of a person trying to make themselves better. However, making them feel crazy and unhinged. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Yes, it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Or uh, if you uh, like our program, want to keep us on the air, help become a a supporter of our program over at uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash realghoststories. $5 a month gets you access to all of our bonus material, all of our advanced episodes, and quite literally the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories. That's what we have here within this program. That's what we've created over the last 10 years is the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories almost every day of the week. Uh, So you can listen to that. If you love ghost stories and you want a ton of them, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to sit there and just binge away. You will never run out of ghost stories. I can almost guarantee you that. It helps keep us on the air, and your $5 uh, goes to uh, all of that of our uh, keeping the program alive. Tony and Carol with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on, Miss Carol? <laughs> I, I, you never call me Miss Carol. Miss Carol, yes, Miss Carol. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just, I, I guess tonight it just, it came out that it way. It just feels so formal. It does, doesn't it? It feels like I should respond in should, a really mers sort of Ms. Ms. Carol. It's not Mrs., but it, it's Ms. Mers. I just don't even know how to respond. I yeah. feel like I, like, oh, I should say something really awesome right now. <laughs> There's only, you know, tens of thousands of people listening. And that's the fun thing with this show, which I I, I, I laugh about sometimes because people ask, like, how many people listen to the show? And I, and I look at the, uh, the listener statistics and it's like, on average, we're like filling a, at least a stadium. So right now, there, picture yourself standing in the center of the Super Bowl and talking out loud. As long as I don't have to do it naked, well, then that exactly. would really be but, like but, a bad dream. But that's that's about what you have for your audience right now to say anything you want. So you you can be on stage, you can sing, uh, you know, uh, the weekend songs, whatever you like for your halftime show. That's our audience right now. <laughs> and, and I'll and, just look at them all and go, "What the fuck? How did I get here?" And isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy <laughs> that like, but, but to do that and for us to be just like sitting here in our houses. And this is these little microphones we're talking into. And that's literally what we do every single week. It, it's 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 mind blowing to me. When you said literally, it reminded me of um on Parks and Rec, the guy who everything is literally. <laughs> literally. Uh yeah, that's um oh who is it? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that character. Oh god. Like, I love that show. It was literally a great show. love it. Literally. Although, did you watch the last season? I, I could not get into the final season. I watched every single bit of it. The final season was kind of weird. I just never, I don't know. I, I Maybe I should go back because I loved that show. 
And I kind of I kind of fell away from that. But there's another show that you love that I have not gotten into yet. Uh, Shit's Creek. Creek. Yes. I knew you were going to say that. Exactly. I literally love that show. You literally love that show. Oh, my God. I have watched it three times through. Okay. And I will be starting it again. What am I missing? June. What, what, I'm very busy in June. What, what, what do I need to do? Why am I not liking this show? Because I've tried like some you episodes. You haven't gotten enough episodes in. Is it one of those you have to like watch a few to like really kind of grasp it? Yes. Okay. I tell everybody, watch five episodes. Okay. And it's really well written. I write. I write plays. Yeah. I write comedies. And it's really hard in a comedy, in any comedy, to have character development. Yeah. That's why I think like Parks and Rec and is I, fun. I love the actors in it. I love Eugene Levy. I love yeah. And, and, like, and there is yeah. the best character development in that. They all remain who they are, yeah. but they kind of grow at the same time, and it's funny, it, and it's just all it, of that. Let me ask you this: You would love it. Is it because because I love like Waiting for Guffman and exactly. that whole series? And there's a lot of the same actors in Schitt's Creek, right? Well, just Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. Okay, but I, think, I don't think in that. But it's, but it, and this is a scripted show. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, I gotta, I gotta just sit down and I guess watch it. I don't know. Five episodes. Give it five episodes. Okay. I will try it more because I know people just love that show. Brilliant. And I'm like, it is I'm like, why do I, why do I not love this show? Because it seems like a show I would love. You would love it. If you give it a damn chance. I'm just so unlike my murder documentaries and all that. And I'm, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. They're hard not to watch. I sit there and I just, I binge on that shit and I'm like, I know. I'm and they, the and they're like, oh, this disorder and that. And like, oh my God. I just, and I just keep going back to going, oh my God, I was so close to being an investigation discovery special. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are days where I'm like, don't go there. I do discovery. Like, don't do it. And yeah. then I do. And then I'm stuck. And it's the same thing with HGTV. Oh yeah. Got it. So once you start, I got to see how the house ended up. Sure. Like, I can't quit. I get stuck I, on This them. weekend, I was like into this new one that I haven't watched before called Good Bones. And I'm like, I love these people. Yeah. No, there's... And I got to see what they do. I have not watched a lot of home improvement stuff in quite a while. Quit. But... I, uh, I I sit there on the uh, the the murder shows and I'm like, oh god, that's scary. Like, oh my god, that reminds me of someone I know. Oh my god, that's really fucking scary. Like, oh, this still reminds me of someone I know. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should lock my doors more at night. <laughs> maybe but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, I I love them though. It it, it just uh, it's a fun escape kind of. And then I watch Frasier. Yeah, I, I I go from a, a investigation discovery to reruns of Frasier, which, by the way, what I've learned is Frasier is coming back. Really? On Paramount Plus, which I can't fucking wait for because that is my favorite television show. I think of all time, even beats Seinfeld and Cheers, and those are my kind of two follow-ups. And uh, it's going to be a new version of it. Um, I don't know what the setting is, but it's been green-lighted. It's going to happen. And uh, that's what I've read, at least. So I'm uh, I'm very excited about that because I've binged all 11 seasons of Frasier probably at least 50 times. I could probably oh, almost... Uh, I could, I can turn it on. I could probably almost recite to you episodes of Frasier. That's how much I've watched Frasier. So, 
Um, it's uh, it's just been kind of my show. I started watching Sex in the City, uh, Sex in the City yesterday again because um, I haven't seen that forever too. Which is really funny to watch now when they because they were so cool oh back when God. it came out, and now and now it's like they get out their flip phones and stuff. Oh my God, it's hilarious! <laughs> like because the 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 episodes, the original, like the first couple seasons, were filmed in like the late nineties. Yeah. Like 20 some years ago and the styles and everything are so different and um but sex in the city also is coming back uh minus kim cattrell yeah but the last time they came back with a movie it wasn't really the good. last movie sucked but the first movie was good no. the first movie was, was good the second was good. one was like what who why are you doing this who? why yeah exactly it was Wahoo, like why that's exactly how i felt i'm like <laughs> Why did this ever even like make it to the theater? Because this feels like this is like written by like toddlers or something. Yeah, like who wrote this shit? And how it, did it get going? And it, how can I get that job? It made no sense. I, I could do that. It was horrible. Sex in the City Two was horrible, and it, it didn't even like reflect the characters. It just not make any sense. Uh, but the first one was good. The first one really reflected the series. Um, so I'm hoping the uh, the revitalization of it reflects the series, and because it, it was a very well written series, and I, mm -hmm. I it, it was really reflective of the times. I thought it was cool, but um, but I started watching that again too. I'm like, that's yeah, yeah. It's just it's just weird being that old of a series now, rewatching it all these years later. Because I watched it when I was in my early 20s, and now I'm almost 40 something, and I'm kind of like watching it for like. Oh, yeah, it's like what being single is like again, but it's looking in the past 20 years prior. It's weird. Anyway, 855-853-4802 uh, is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories online to share your Real Ghost Stories with us. Our first story says, I'm struggling significantly in how to share this. So here I go. When I was younger, I would sleepwalk tremendously, and my mother said she had seen a black figure walk from our living room to my room. She said, after a death of a family member, I woke up screaming, Kenny is in a bathroom, a bathhouse in Texas. I was only six to seven years old and no knowledge of what a bathhouse was. I started experiencing weird things in my own home as an adult, such as an oven being turned off when I was uh, been cooking a pizza and fell asleep. Mind you, I was the only one at home started experiencing severe anger and depression and became physically and emotionally abusive as well as suicidal when I would be at home. I explained to my mom I felt like the atmosphere was evil and heavy, hard to breathe. Without coming to treatment after using a handful of sleeping pills to try the re and rest. I've had dreams of that same apartment where I'm rushed to move out and items move. I feel afraid and when I try to wake up, I'm unable to breathe or move. Last dream was me standing outside looking in and seeing a dark black figure walk from my room to the living room. I had dreams of a black woman identifying as Jesus Christ telling me, if I do not get help, I will go to hell. I dream of the black figure offering me a way out of my anxiety, fears, and self-hate. In my new apartment, I started feeling the same heaviness and guilt trying to kill myself. Failed, and shortly after, I started seeing a black figure that looked like a little boy running from room to room. The door had opened on its own, and I heard a voice scream, Leave him alone! And I prayed to the deceased relative for help. I'm now back in treatment, and although I feel safe in my program, I'm afraid there's something a lot more spiritual happening and worry for myself and my children. I do not know who to talk to and often wonder if I should find a church to talk to. 
I need advice, help, guidance, and I have a strong belief. The numbers 333 and 69. I try to respect whatever I feel might be haunting me. I worry this has been following me for years beyond what I know how to explain and I'm desperate and need for someone who understands. My mother had experiences growing up where she has heard voices from televisions turned off and seeing shadows. I desperately need to talk to someone who understands and can help guide me through all of this. I'll let you start. Well, that one just seems so above anything I can really, I don't know, because yeah. there's just so many things going on. Mm -hmm. And it does sound like, you know, I, and I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's some kind of mental issues going on at the same time yeah. because, and it could be caused by this, but it could be causing that. Yeah. You know, and I don't, it's hard. That's, that's one that's hard to really comment too much on because there's so many things going on. Yeah. And I think, you know, talking to professionals and working through that will definitely help. Yeah. And, um, and if you're not talking to someone yet, you need to. And, and, and that that's the thing. And it's not to dismiss anything that's going on there, but that's the first thing that needs to be identified. And it sounds like none of that has been identified yet. And if you it has and it has not been noted, so I'm, I'm not able to, to comment on that. But that's the first thing you need to look at, especially if you say your mother had some of these same sort of traumas going on and you're experiencing them there are mental issues that will easily pass down from generation to generation. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just, you may have it. And you, and should, think, and you should identify that first before we go into the world of right. paranormal. That's what I was going to say. I think that you have to start, like we do frequently with exactly. these stories. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, try to um, figure out a way to dispute the story like what can yeah. you find that could be a cause for it maybe it is maybe it isn't but i would start with that the most logical explanation and then go from there yeah and you know and sometimes it takes some it's not like a you go in and talk to somebody a time or two and then you work through it. You know, sometimes it's medication. Yeah. It's experimenting with different medication. And I mean, exactly. by experimenting, it, yeah. that's with your doctor. And um, that's, yeah, that, that's something that, that needs to be you know, looked into. You have into. to try different things. But I think I would dive into that first with everything. Before and, I would say anything paranormal, and I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying dive there first do not yeah. just jive, just go oh it's paranormal because of this or that because there's plenty of things that our brains can do that are so amazing and creepy and scary that would make one think something paranormal is going on when it's 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 some sort of disorder or genetic thing that's going on that look it's just how we're born we we, we if someone has it before you, you may have it too. And it's just a fact of life. It is what it is. It's, it's not a discouragement. It's not a, any sort of you know, detriment to you. It's just, look, this is the hand you were dealt. And we need to look at that first before we start diving into the world of being paranormal. And it could be, but first we need to rule that out before we get to, to ghostly things. 
So yeah, because in the tone of the that letter was just so sad yeah. and desperate yeah. that it just makes so, me sad. Go there first. Please, please, please go there first. Look at that. See what they say. Be open to what they say. Don't dismiss what they say because you may go in very, and I get it. People are going to go into some of those situations feeling, feeling very, you know, you know, tight-fisted. This is what it's I think I have. Yeah. But it's like, just listen. These these people know what they're doing. And 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 I've talked to plenty of doctors, plenty of doctors and psychiatrists and psychologists who listen to this very show who will tell you, um, you know, after so many things, they don't have any, any explanations either. But you have to rule out the possibilities mm-hmm. first. So please, please take your time and do that. And that's that's what I would ask of you for writing in that letter. And if you want advice, that's my advice to you. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Next letter says, hey, Tony Carroll, I've been listening to you since the fall of 2020. I love your podcast. Thank you for what you do. I'd like to tell you about a series of paranormal events in my life. I have some great ghost stories from where I work, but I would see how long this gets we experienced a series of paranormal events right before a tragic event in our lives and it continued at our new house which we currently still live in a series of events seemed to happen within the last couple of weeks living at our second house as a family i'm a common law partner of two daughters one now four and one three we moved into this duplex near our first house when i was pregnant with our second daughter She was born before Christmas, and my oldest was about 19 months old, so it was a crazy time. In the early spring, we were told we needed to move by our landlord, which was a whole other issue I'll not go into. We ended up moving at the end of June, and we found another place. I mentioned that we had a sweet dog, almost a 10-year-old golden retriever. In the last couple of weeks in this duplex, some weird things started to happen. For some some nights, it felt like our bed was shaking. I was scared, so I would try to ignore it and go back to sleep. One day I was downstairs, and my partner went up to our bedroom to get something. We came downstairs. He looked confused. He told me while he was upstairs, her ears, my voice, say his name, but he could not find me anywhere. I assured him I was not up there, but he was so certain. I had said his name in a calm tone in the bedroom. One night, about a week before we moved, I woke up and turned the, uh, to my right and saw a boy about eight years old kind of hovering beside my partner. I was 100% sure this was a ghost. It was almost seeing see-through. He was wearing normal clothes. I did not seem old or anything. I did not feel scared at all. A kind of a calm sensation. Put his finger up to his lips, made a shushing gesture, and slowly faded away. And I thought to myself, that was weird. I ended up just going back to sleep. Mentioned this at all to my partner. That maybe I was supposed to keep this a secret based on his gesture. A couple nights later, something happened that scared me the most. I had a video baby monitor in my oldest daughter's room. Baby slept in our room, woke up in the night, and looked at the monitor. This rather large orb shape was floating around her room, awfully close to her crib. I was so scared I woke up my partner and told him something was in her room. He went to investigate. I watched in the monitor. The orb-like shape floated around him still. He came back and said nothing was in there. The orb was in there until morning. I could not sleep the rest of the night. 
My daughter was not phased by it. The next day and night, I tested the monitor. Did not see it again. Ended up continuing to use the monitor, but would put it face down so I could not see the screen. Shortly after this happened, we moved. Tragically, on moving day, our lovely dog passed away in a freak accident. The odd thing was my partner told me he had a horrible feeling this past week that something bad was going to happen to our dog. He blamed himself and said he should have kept a better eye on him while we were moving. Once in our new house, my oldest daughter would tell me that our old dog was sleeping beside daddy's bed multiple times. We've had some weird things happen here. My oldest daughter was woken up screaming in the night and when we went into her room she would be pointing to the foot of her bed saying something was there a shadow one night our fire alarm went off my partner went and stopped it the battery was not low or anything so i'm not sure why it would have gone off also our upstairs hallway we have access to the attic through two doors one morning the attic door was moved off the, to the side it was a good few inches open no idea how that would have happened. Nothing has happened in a while. In fact, my one friend who was sensitive to the paranormal used to get an uneasy feeling in our house, particularly with my oldest daughter's room in her call space. She now says she does not feel uneasy in her house anymore. For my youngest daughter, who's now three, says she is too scared to go places in our house, particularly upstairs. She wakes up every night and sleeps with me. Sorry for the long story. Be happy to hear the story on your show. Thank you for reading. Thoughts? Well, I don't know what happened to the dog, but he's got to let that go. That one, that really, that whole story. That's I know. What got me. I know the, the dog part was going to get you. Yep. Because I have an extremely old dog right now, and yeah. it's like, oh, they didn't lose their dog. It's crazy. I can sit here and listen to some pretty scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And then be like, but the dog. I know. Um, yeah. But like that would totally freak me out seeing an orb hovering over my child on the baby monitor. Like, uh, I don't know. I think I'd have to bring the kid into my room. Well, yeah. You know, I don't think I'd have any choice about that. But it's just they had a lot of things going on. I know. You know, so many like, things. And, and it didn't really, like, there wasn't, like, an end to it necessarily, and then everything got better. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's still things going on. It's hard to know. know. It kind of ended abruptly in terms of the uh, the terminology of the story. Yeah. I hope that they have some peace and it's not going on. Yeah. Because when you have kids, I mean, that's just sad. You know, your kid's scared to go upstairs because I get it. I was that kid. It was like, oh, I got to go upstairs. There's nobody up there. And, it's, and I could do it during the day. But at nighttime, going upstairs, and there's sure. nobody up there. Oh, hated that shit. No, I, uh, I agree. Thank you for sharing that with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. The Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to the next caller. Hi, you are on the air. Hi, Tony. My name is Sarah. I've been listening for a long, long time. Um, I've never called in before, but I listened to uh, your most recent uh, podcast today, and it made me think of my story. Um, so, first of all, let me start by saying I'm 
extremely empathic. I'm very intuitive, a little bit psychic-y. I get it from my mom and all that good stuff. Um, so anyway, uh, my family and I uh, moved into an apartment uh, about two years ago. And my daughter, who is three years old, we got a dresser for her room from a secondhand um, store. Um, and about the first week after we got the dresser, um, my daughter kept talking about this little girl um, that she would see. And, you know, at first we kind of chalked it up to her imagination, being a kid. Um, but then she started coming to me and, you know, telling me the little girl wanted her to play with her or the little girl woke her up in the middle of the night. Um, you know, and, and I'd feel kind of an energy in there, but it was like I couldn't place whether it was a good or a bad energy. So, anyway, a few months go by, and she still talks about the little girl. Well, then all of a sudden it became a clown, and she could not sleep in her room at night with it being dark. Uh, she would tell me that the clown scared her, and the clown would wake her up at night, and its teeth were scary. And so my first thought is, okay, great, a ghost has tried to befriend my daughter as an innocent little girl at first and is now becoming a scary clown, which I did not like. Um, so one night, my daughter comes into my room and tells me she's really scared um, and that the clown is scaring her and asked me if I could turn a light on. Well, I had just gotten some night lights from my mom. Um, so I go and get one of the night lights to plug it in for her room. Um, so I go into her room and I plug the night light in on the right side of the dresser. And the night light comes on and then it goes off. And there's no switch on this night light. And I thought that was weird, so I went to adjust it. And it comes back on, and I go and sit down next to my daughter, comfort her, and rub her back. And all of a sudden, this nightlight just starts flicking on and off over and over and over again for a good minute. And I'm extremely panicked at this point in time, but I'm trying to be calm for my daughter. There's a really heavy, uh, just creepy feeling energy in the room. And so the nightlight's flickering on and off, on and off, on and off, and... Finally, it stops and it goes out completely. And so I say out loud, I'm like, okay, do you not want the nightlight over there? And I get up off the bed and I go take the nightlight and I go plug it in to a different outlet on the left side of the dresser. And it doesn't come on. And I'm like, okay, do you just not want it by the dresser? And I take the nightlight out. And I go across the room to the outlet at the end of my daughter's bed. And I plug it in. And it comes on just fine. And so I am super creeped out at this point, but still trying to be brave. And I'm sitting with my daughter and I'm comforting her. And all of a sudden I feel chills going up my spine and a hand on my shoulder. 
I mean, I am just mortified at this point. But I'm trying to keep a straight face for my kids so she doesn't freak out. And um, we say a prayer, and I, you know, tell her that if she ever gets afraid to say a prayer and ask Archangel Michael to come and protect her or just to come get me. Um, so after that, uh, nightlight stayed on, nothing else happened that night. And the next day I went and bought some sage and I saged my entire apartment. Um, haven't had anything weird happen since then. And coincidentally, she does not talk about the little girl or the clown anymore. Um, anyway, so that's my story. I tried to keep it short. I uh, hope you like it. Uh, we love your podcast and um, look forward to, to hearing more stories to come. Uh, have a good day. Bye. Thank you for sharing that experience with us. Thoughts? Well, this is kind of random. So um, I'm listening to that story and Tony and I do this on Skype. And so sometimes it just cuts out and uh-huh. I miss something. And so she says, she's talking about the light. She goes, and it goes out. Boom. That's when I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I'm like, really? You went out. And I don't, I was like five seconds and then it came back on, but it was really weird. And then it went out. Nothing. But it came back. <laughs> it's almost, Anyways. it was meant to go out. You know, I think why kids like, I, you know, I think that two things were so different. I wonder if her child was seeing something and then saw a ghost or a, excuse me, a clown or something on TV. And then that scared her. Yeah. Cause a clown is a really random thing to be. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there are ghost clowns, mm-hmm. but, or maybe it was something that really wasn't a clown that looked like a clown, Sure. but I don't know. But I do know if I have her in the bedroom and we're trying to get that damn light to go out and it's doing that shit, I'd be like, you know what, honey, let's just, this light's acting funny tonight, so why don't you just sleep with mommy tonight? Yeah, exactly. Or we're going to be sleeping with all the lights on in the living room. <laughs> it's going to be a party tonight. In fact, you know, I'm not going to leave you alone. I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'd be scared to death to leave my kid alone if that had been happening. I would too. You know, it's just to me, I don't know, because it would, I'd, I don't think I could sleep in the room. In that sort of situation, no, I, I don't think I could either. It's, right? uh, yeah, it's one of those like, how do you, how do you deal with this things, you know? And I get though, you don't want to, I get that you don't want to, your child to know that you're freaked out by it, but sure. normally you can't hide it. Because that exactly. energy just changes about you. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. No. Thank you for sharing that story with us. Let's do one more quick call before we wrap up the show for today. Uh, hi, you are on the air. Tony, Carol, Vinny from New York calling. I uh, just want to uh, give my two cents. Um, listen to the episode from July 29th, Follow Me. And a young lady just called in talking about an experience that she had on a public investigation at a octagon-shaped home yeah, in our hometown, and uh, you and Jenny started to talk about octagon-shaped houses and their purpose. And Tony, you had mentioned that they started to make an appearance around the 1850s, and you were wondering if there was a correlation between them and the shape and war. Um, so 
uh, as we've talked about in the past, uh, place that I uh, do investigations down here, the Morris Jamel Mansion down in Manhattan, um, we ha- actually have an octagon-shaped um, room in the house. And the story goes, so the house was built in 1765 by a British colonel, and his name is Roger Morris. And he was a son uh, and nephew of British architects. So when he came over to the colonies here, he wanted to have that design in his home. So we are thought to be one of the first octagon, we we are thought to have one of the first octagon-shaped rooms in the colonies. Uh, That, as I said, that came in uh, 1765. And then the story goes when you had these uh, future presidents and other political and military figures coming in during the Revolutionary War, one of which... um, uh, you know, they came in and they see the house and they see the octagon-shaped room. We start to think that that's how it kind of spread. Now, that being said, you could go to another historic house museum down the block and they could tell you the same story and claim that they were the first octagon-shaped uh, room or house. So, anyway, nothing to do with the paranormal. Just wanted to give a little bit of a history, you know, share, uh, do with that what you will. Hope you guys are doing great, and we'll talk soon. Peace. Love uh, Vinny, one of our favorite uh, listeners, NYPD officer, and uh, always interesting to hear his uh, perspective on things. I love just history like that. Yeah. I do. I think that's always interesting. Vinny will text me some nights late, late, late after a shift and just the shit that he's dealt with and pictures. I and imagine. Uh, he, he, does a, he goes through a lot of shit. He's a great, great guy, um, but he sees a lot of shit. Got it, man. But interesting. I had an octagon house in my hometown. I used to park my car by it every day going to high school. Um, and it was known as the haunted house in town. And it actually had uh, in the basement of it uh, tunnels that led out from it throughout the downtown of my hometown uh, as part of the Underground Railroad. Yeah, like, that's fascinating. Yeah. Where my sister lives, they've got a whole bunch of tunnels underneath the town. Mm -hmm. And some of it, too, like, there's uh, some tunnels that were built in the Prohibition era. Yeah. So so they could transport liquor. Mm -hmm. We've got that here where I live. Yeah. It's interesting. My first radio station in the basement, uh, there was a part of the tunnel, a part of the Underground Railroad there. And you'd go into the basement of the station. We'd like store all sorts of banners and shit down there. And there was like a a brick wall that was knocked out. You could tell like where it was knocked out. And behind it was this tunnel. And it went so far this way and so far that way. And it was bricked off on either side. And from what I was told on behind the brick walls is it was all filled in. Although I don't know the answer to that quite seriously. I would love to go back there and knock those fucking bricks down and see if their tunnel is still there. If, oh yeah. If it still goes, um, that may be something on my to-do list at some point in time to go, Hey, uh, cause my, my friend who owns the station, I'm, you know, he's up for almost anything half the time. I'd be like, Hey, um, can I just like, come here this summer and just knock your wall down in your basement see what happens. <laughs> do you mind? Like, do you mind if I like, fill it? Curious. He's like, well, if you can record a couple commercials for me for uh, Bob's Pizza, that's okay. Okay, cool. Whatever the fuck you want. I'll, I'll fucking, whatever you need. I mean, I, I volunteered <laughs> to, to like record 
daily shows for this guy before and like just put me on the air. I don't care. Just, I don't have fun. I just want to like, I want to talk on the radio again. It's just for fun. I'll do it for free. Um, but, um, but that we, we you know, it, it's where I came up and, and we still have that relationship of just, I'm, I'm here to help whatever you need. Um, but I, I like whatever you need. Can I knock on the wall in your basement? <laughs> just, just see and, what's behind that mind, thing. I can't, I can't fix it once I've destroyed it. I, I, I just could see what's on the other side. I could fix it. I know how to fix it, but I, I do want to like knock a couple of bricks down because I'm, I want to see what the fuck's behind this thing on either side because it's a fucking tunnel. And I'm really curious, like if we could find, like, I would not remotely be surprised if we knock that shit down and find like a fucking speakeasy somewhere. I, I would not be surprised at all. Or it's just the tunnels that transported it. Yeah. And- just to see somebody's where house. where it goes, what just it goes. Somebody's house, yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it's all da- it, it's all downtown in my hometown, and it's not like a big city. I mean, it was you know it's like a forty fifty thousand person city, but it's enough where it's like they had tunnels, and I I just be curious because it goes straight through the downtown, and they found them before when they were doing like plumbing upgrades in the nineties, and um part of the the football field. On my high school, caved in. Oh my god! When I was in high school, they're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, like through the like across diagonal of the field, just started caving in. And they're like, "What the fuck?" And they looked, and like, there's a fucking tunnel underneath the field. They had no idea it was there. So these tunnel—it's all part of that tunnel system. It's all part of this bootlegged system, and the oh underground god. railroad that exists. And I just want to knock those fucking bricks down and go. What do we got behind here? Right. Let's I, let's let's do another chapter. Let's let's. I mean, I would let you do that. I don't want to be there or anything like that. I, I just do. want to hear about yeah. it through you. Well, I, I want to do one more chapter scared. at my hometown radio station, and uh, and have some fun with it. I think it'd be very interesting to do at some point. But I don't know. Well, I, I should talk to him about that. Be like, don't care. Like, well, oh, mm. Can we, can we, can I sponsor it? Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I it's your, it? it's your station. Sell it. I don't care. Sell it all you want. Make it like Geraldo breaking down the fucking, you know, into the Get tomb. Sponsorship money like, brought to you by Bob's Pizza. Because I mean, that's really like what it may be like. Cause I have no idea what's behind those things, but he would sell the shit out of it. And cause he's so good at that. He is such a salesperson. He would like have it like, you know, the Bob's Pizza Mercury Marine wall breaking down ceremony and then we break it down it's like it's just dirt <laughs> it's like nothing there but who knows i it, it would be i'd be very curious to uh to check that out <laughs> at, uh, at some point i still have i still have dreams where i wake up in the middle of the night believe like thinking i'm like i'm going back to work at that radio station it's it's like high school dreams <laughs> Like I, it's so weird how you'll get stuck in something. Like I oh, have yeah. a college dreams. Like yeah. I miss a class. I'm always missing a class. Yeah. I have dreams where I'm like, I wake up and like, I'm going back there. I'm like, well, here's the deal. Like I don't need to make money from you, but I, I need to like make something if I'm going to make this worth my while. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm talking about that in that sort of terms. I'm like, I'll do this and that, but like, that's what all I can do. And it's, 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 it's weird perspective of like life and i don't know it's just it's a weird thing going back to the uh going back to the radio station because i i I, because i love that place and if i had all the time and effort in the world to to put into it 
I could make it an amazing sounding radio station, but I don't have all the time and effort in the world to put into that radio station. But um, it's it, it's 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 like it's like a kid to me almost because it was my first place that I really learned how to do this, you know. Oh, I get that. So I still have that uh, that drive and uh, and passion for it, and I I care about it. But anyway. It's a weird radio thing. Anyway, that's going to wrap up today's episode of uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the program, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. And get all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, all of our, uh, our archive of episodes, which is quite literally the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories. Um, did you ever think you'd be part of that, of being part no. of that? Yeah, that's... <laughs> Not, no, no the weirdest I, statement in the world but it's true we are part of that that's what we have created here carol uh the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories so get out on that ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories and keep us on the air until next time for carol i'm tony thanks for listening to real ghost stories online <laughs>